0: In today's podcast headlines, we're going to give you the raws. The unedited, unfiltered look behind the scenes. This is before we push record.
1: I'm Brenna Ramson. And I'm Mattis Nelly. And today we're going to talk about some of the biggest conceptions in TV news. A lot of things that people think happen, but don't actually happen or just don't happen anymore. And one of those things is... Let's start with hair, makeup, clothes, all of that stuff that people think we have (laughs) that we don't have unless it's our personal stuff.
0: Right? Yeah. We totally bring our own makeup. We do our own makeup. We watch YouTube videos to figure out how to do our makeup. Because I had no idea how to do makeup before I took a job (laughs) in TV, so... And as far as hair... I mean we are in a small market we're in market 171 and nobody has ever told me this is how it should look or this is what you should do
1: right I I didn't get any instruction when Mm -mm. I came here in bigger markets like maybe like in Philly where Mm -hmm. I, I interned they might have had that every once in a while but definitely not here and I've never really gotten feedback either about no. this is how I want you to look or I like your look or I don't Unless like Unless it's look. from a viewer. Right. The only time we get feedback <laughs> is if it's from a viewer and usually they're not very nice when no. they do give us feedback about People it.
0: People never like the clothes that we wear. Or the
1: makeup. I got an email one time, that lipstick is really unattractive. Tell your makeup artist to use something else and I wanted to reply and say I don't actually have one of those never had one but I just say not to reply at all I was like I'm just I'm just (laughs) gonna leave that one there
0: and we get a whole whopping $65 a month for hair and makeup allowance
1: which is it blows my mind because I'm thinking you know getting like a eyeliner itself or mascara is like $25 like a good brand
0: and a haircut's 20 bucks and a haircut
1: is 20 bucks and I think of also like getting my nails done that's like 40 bucks Uh So, just, and I
0: don't think I would ever find a dress appropriate for on air under I mean, you can find some really good ones really cheap on sale or something. Right. But I mean like if you're going to spend the money, you're not finding anything under $20. Right.
1: And I do a lot of shopping at like TJ Maxx mm-hmm. or um what's Target, Target, I do a lot of, of Amazon. That, Amazon, a lot on Amazon, and it's still a, like the cheapest dress that's like decent quality I'll find is around $20. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. So that $65 over here <laughs> doesn't get spread out really far. And thankfully, I think of this all the time. Thankfully, I don't color my hair.
1: Oh my gosh, that'd be so much more expensive. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, and- I'm glad I don't
0: do that either. <laughs> and I also think about Ren Clayton who works with us. Is a is a man who is super particular about his hair. Mm-hmm. Gets a haircut every other week. I didn't know he got a haircut every other week. Every other week, about
1: <laughs> that That's... adds up. And men get less hair allowance I think than we do because they don't yeah. have the makeup part, so right. it's less they get less money. Less money.
0: So, first misconception, we do not have hair and makeup. We do not have anyone pick out our clothes. It's solely on us. So, we appreciate your viewer comments. However, <laughs> keep them down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's not our fault. Uh going into the next one. This is probably one of the biggest ones that I want to address. Every time I go on a story, someone is always asking me, Hey, where's your cameraman? Mm-hmm. To which I turn around and I have to go, I am the cameraman. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the, one of the biggest things I think we deal with all the time.
0: Absolutely. And people are constantly, then when they find out we don't have a cameraman, they want to carry our gear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, no, thank you. <laughs> that's like my livelihood. And if something happens to it, not saying that anything would, it's right. it's in a bag, and a protective bag and everything. But like, that's my whole job. Like, that's my tools to to do my craft And even though I look like I'm struggling, I'm usually probably not. Hmm. It is heavy, but I'm usually probably not. And that's just part of the job, I guess, going into it. It is. And so I always throw in
1: the joke like, hey, it's my workout for the day. Like, I don't really mind. (laughs) And some people, even when I've said no, like, I've got it, they'll still pick it up Mm -hmm. and take it from me. And I'm like, I'm not completely helpless. Like, it's not (laughs) that bad that I can't handle it, but...
0: No, That's, and then I think besides that, people, the other, like, comment, they'll be like, well, your cameraman? Who's going to tell you how to smile? Or, like,
1: mm-hmm. you know, something
0: just strange. People sometimes are just a little strange.
1: Yeah. And with today's technology, you don't really need all those hands on the no. gear and all that. Like, it really can be done by one person. We're, you know, we show so, that we can do that. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know. And then and then also, cameramen going into, the reporters just doing Everything, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, it, especially in these smaller markets, you don't see so much. I think in the bigger markets just yet, but definitely in these small markets, like where we are, we are the editors, the cameramen, the writers, mm-hmm. the just storytellers,
0: the the everything. whole thing from from concept all the way to the finished product that makes it on air. We're responsible for the whole thing, and you know, like you just said, that we show that we're capable of it. I've done live shots alone by mm-hmm. myself. And I have an earbud in my ear and I'm listening to cues. And I've done stand-ups by myself. And I've pieced together whole sequences by myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, I guess, like you said, with today's technology, you don't really need it. A lot of times it's very helpful Mm -hmm. and it makes for a better product. But it's something that can be done on its own, which is super cool. But again, I think a lot of times there are those times where, you know, being in a sketchy situation with a live or being... In a place where you don't feel super comfortable or you want something really creative, mm-hmm. cameramen are really handy, but we just, as an MMJ. And
1: that's why we're called.
0: Go. Sorry about that.
1: So I just knocked over a glass of water, <laughs> but you know, we're not going to edit that out because if we were live right now, like we are for our jobs, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to edit that out. So... Sometimes that's what it's like being in the news, having to deal with things that you're not expecting to happen and then finding a way to play it off, which Absolutely. Happens a lot, especially in studio. Uh-huh. We work weekends together and uh-huh.
0: a lot of stuff happens that we aren't a lot of stuff <laughs> happens. Like the times when our director pushes the wrong button and a camera does a 360 and you see our whole entire set. And before then we it go, plays. "Well, you got a
1: nice tour of our studio." and yeah. try to play it off. That happens a lot and That's another misconception that we can talk about, segwaying into this. In studio, we don't have cameramen Mm -mm. who are operating those cameras for us. It's all done through technology, Mm -hmm. so sometimes mistakes do happen because they might hit the wrong button, and it
0: goes to the wrong camera, or... The prompter freezes, and all all of a sudden, there's nothing left to read, Mm -hmm. or crazy stuff happens because it is it's it's all automated it's all done from behind the scenes and there's nobody giving you you a cue nobody Mm -hmm. pointing at you saying there's no cameraman there's nothing you're talking to four cameras just pointing right at you
1: right and our control room isn't even a lot of control rooms there used to be a like a a glass window Mm -hmm. so you could see into the studio our control room isn't even next to our studio it's like on the other side of the building so It's like a walk to get there, and we're hearing everything through what we call our IFBs, the the little pieces in our ear where we hear people talking to us, and that's how we get all of our cues. Yeah. And technology doesn't always like to work, even though... (laughs) Even though we wish wish it it would, would,
0: but... (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't always work. And then the number four misconception is people thinking that newsrooms and reporters are uh, people who... Who usually tend to follow the liberal agenda.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that right now, too, it's such a time in news that people are just very concerned about, like, well, you're biased one way or you're biased another way. And definitely, I think you see those in network TV and 24 I would agree hour news. Network news, mm-hmm. you
1: do see that. But I think that's where people kind of get confused. Network and your local news are two completely different things. Mm-hmm. And even though there's a Fox affiliate here, they're not the same as fox in new york
0: no. or fox news or Fox
1: news or anything they just share that affiliation mm-hmm. and we are an abc affiliate we work for an abc affiliate yep. but we're not the same as abc news in new york mm-hmm. even though we can share video and things like that it's mm-hmm. it's different and i think that's a misconception where people just automatically associate us with the network mm-hmm. but really i mean other than we're sharing those that call letters that, those call letters that's
0: that's about it. it. Like I have never met Ginger Z. I have never been to the White House. Mm-hmm. I have never, you know, we don't, we may run those stories, but they, they're they not from your local news um, right. people. And, you know, to be really honest, I had somebody the other day ask me, I said something about do not say fake news. And they're like, oh, so you must be a Trump fan. And I was like, you know, I'm not either way. And I also don't think it's my... I don't have to tell you what i believe in or right. what i don't believe in. i'm here to tell your story and i'm going to do it as unbiased as i possibly can
1: right and i think sometimes when i say i'm trying to tell a story unbiasedly it just I feel like people probably don't believe me or no. like I feel like I have to explain myself. Right. And it stinks because I think it puts a chip on our shoulders and makes our mm-hmm. jobs a little harder. People are a little less trusting of us. Uh, but it's, it's your local news. It's a lot different than your network news. And mm-hmm. these are the people that you probably know in your community. You go to church with, you see every day or yeah. so it's, it's, it's different. And I think um, you just kind of have to keep them. Remember, right. keep it on the back of your head that we're not the network Use. No,
0: which I think leads perfectly into our last our our sixth misconception is that people think that we're not telling the whole story or that we didn't try to tell the mm. whole story. You know, when when we go out on in an interview and we tell somebody, oh, I'm trying to tell this story as unbiased as I can. I also say, just so you know, I'm going to get the other side of the story. I think a lot of people, when you go out and interview them, they're thinking, well, this is my opinion and this is how it's going to go. The whole two minutes is my opinion. Well, no, I'm telling the whole story, right? And I'm interviewing somebody from the other side and telling their story as well.
1: And I I think you know people want to call bias, but sometimes they they call bias if you if you don't only tell their yeah. side, like they only want you to tell their their side because mm-hmm. they think their side is the right side. And when we covered the March for Our Lives, yep. people were mad at us because we interviewed people who were pro pro gun, saying why would you interview them? Their opinions don't matter. Well. It, they matter There's, just as much as yours. Yeah, and they're still the other part of the story. So we have to, and we mm-hmm. wouldn't be doing our jobs if we didn't interview them, regardless of what we think or our personal opinions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and also we have a short amount of time to tell yes. a story. So usually, even if we have a five minute interview, I'm probably only going to use about 20 seconds of what you yeah. said. Yeah. And people sometimes get mad at them. Like, I only have a certain amount yeah. of time to tell a story.
0: I mean, I. Right. I and can't you can't give you a minute to talk. Exactly. Because not only does does that probably not tell the whole story, it's mm-hmm. telling your opinions, which yes, obviously matter, but so do other people's. And that's what makes the whole story. That's what makes the impact on the community, is saying, okay, this is what's happening right now in Rapid City where we work is this huge thing about an arena being built. Well, there's people on both sides of it. So one people want it built because it would be super awesome. The other side doesn't want it built because it would be a workload and it would cost money. But you can't just tell one side or the other. Mm-hmm. What makes the story and what tells the city the impact is, is having both sides and right. telling the whole thing.
1: So we'll continue doing that. I mean, whether people like it or not. And I, and I think it's interesting. I think sometimes people want us to be biased uh-huh. because they only want us to tell their side. Their side. So. But. So those are just some of the biggest misconceptions I think we wanted to address. Of course, there are a lot of things that Mm -hmm. people probably think about the news that might not be true, but uh, I think those are the things we run into the most. Yeah, those are things we
0: hear from people, things that we, like I said, those viewer comments or running into those interviews and then the aftermath of okay, now the story hit the air and somebody's not happy about it. And, and this is why they think it happened that <laughs> <but> way. <wait. laughs>
1: and I think we've come to determine there will always be somebody who is not happy
0: Absolutely. with what you do.
1: But I think as long as we know we reported accurately, fairly, no bias, then I'm
0: happy with
1: what I put out Absolutely. to the public. So those are just some of the things we wanted to address. and
0: And now we want to hear from you. What are some misconceptions maybe you had about the news that we didn't talk about here today? Right, let us know. You can tweet at us or...
1: Facebook us. We have our social media handles up on our blog site, which is
0: at be creative, be-creative by Brenna.